0: John Toogood is best known as lead vocalist and guitarist of rock band She but is also a prominent and passionate voice in the New Zealand music scene. Toogood has been part of many ambitious musical projects, including supergroup The Adults. Their last album, Hadja, saw experimentation and collaboration between 23 talented musos inspired by traditional Sudanese music that Tugud heard when marrying his wife Dana in Khartoum, in Sudan. So we invited John to share some of his own fast favourites and his love of other artists today. Kia ora John. Welcome to the show. Kia
1: ora, How are you?
0: I'm well. Our Our world, John, is so consumed by hostility at the moment and at the forefront of Western media focus is the war in Ukraine and the Gaza conflict. But what of Sudan? I'm interested in how some of your family are coping over there during the war.
1: So... What's going on in Sudan is really tragic. Um, That's basically um, after twenty odd years of uh, military dictatorship. um, Finally, the sort of popular, uh, sort of it was a popular uprising. It looked for a while there um, that um, the people were going to get their say, but then the military sort of uh, sort of said, "Well, "Well, we'll have half a democracy and we'll look after the other half." And that was sort of functioning okay for a while, but then uh, two warring factions, uh, two parts, separate parts of the army started fighting each other and um, they just decimated the whole country and people are basically having to flee. Um,
0: 5.6 million people have fled.
1: Absolutely. My my f- um, my wife's family, my family, um, but they've basically lost their family home um uh all them all their stuff from years like it's just gone like a it's been taken over by Army thugs um and there's nothing you can do about it there's just literally nothing you can mm. do apart from get out and get safe um I really feel for my father-in-law who who um is a is a he used to, lecture at the Khartoum University, uh, very optimistic about the future of Sudan, even though he himself had to flee um, uh, with his family when the military took over um, years back and brought the kids up all around the world, uh, waiting for an opportunity to come back uh, when things settled down, and And he really thought, after the popular uprising happened, um, that this was the time and uh, and it's just all sort of fallen apart and um, uh, it's a really sad, sad situation. It's basically, well, it, you've lost all your material things, all your family memorabilia, your house, it's gone. Uh, as long as you're safe, you're winning at the moment, um, basically.
0: Yeah, I imagine you find it hard to believe that only a few years ago you were getting married in Sudan's capital.
1: Absolutely, and it was... Um, you know, at that, at that stage, it was prior to the popular um, people sort of uprising. It was still ruled by an um, iron fist by, a, by Bashir, who was an army general who basically um, uh, pushed the country further and further towards a sort of, I don't know, a, a sort of fundamentalist Islamic uh, theocracy. I mean, he, he, he wasn't a religious man himself, but he was using religion to keep people from rising up. Um. Uh. And um. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, it was an, a beautiful, uh, country full of amazing history. I mean, it's like, it's the, it, w- it was the Nubian Empire before the the Egyptian Empire. You know, it's like so much history there. We were married we're, uh in the oldest mosque in Khartoum, where the blue and the white Nile meet. Um. Amazing people. Amazing culture. But unfortunately um everyone was so tired because they, all their um the the country hadn't been run properly because when the army took over all the people who knew how to run a government just had to escape and um, the army just devastated it and so it was an interesting place to go to um uh, meeting my fa- you know my family my extended family was amazing um i yeah it was just it's just it's like a really uh, it made me have a new perspective on being born in New Zealand and mm. Aotearoa and and growing up here and,
0: and and it's unique that you've been able to um, collaborate with so many musicians here and you know take what you learnt uh, from Sudan for sure and um, you know just kind of learn a whole new format and a new style of music it's it's been quite an interesting trajectory and I do love that about the way that you approach most of your creative endeavors I, I want to talk about She Hard yeah such a legacy in New Zealand music you know last night I was out at the Welsh Dragon Bar in Wellington and I heard someone playing a, a She Had cover. There's such a nostalgia and love for your band. You've won many awards. There's been a documentary made about you guys and I bet you're looking forward to playing together again in December. Can you tell me about the gig that you are supporting, John, and what you'll be playing here at home?
1: So We're, we're going to be playing at the Save the Bee concert, which is the Auckland Town Hall. I think it's on December the 20th. Um if I'm right. Um, and, um, I mean, the BFM were really, um, important when she had was sort of just coming up, they thrashed our first album churn. Um, and really,
0: is that 30 years yeah, old now I, churn?
1: I think it's, yeah. nine ninety three. Yeah. Yeah. 33. Yeah. 30. Yeah. yeah so 30, incredible. yeah, 30 years old. Uh, yeah, it's quite bizarre. But, um, and, uh, yeah, it's quite bizarre that. So we basically we're going to play that record in its entirety live. We've never done that before, um, and uh, just just to sort of try and help out because um, I think it's re- it was so important for us as an up and coming band to have BFM there to sort of promote us. So even in and now it's still important for up and coming music Zealand bands, you know, like to to just um, have a a place they can be played and you know and promoted so so yeah we want to make sure that we can help out if we can and i thought we all thought that was a really cool way of doing it was yeah. to, to play the album that they that they thrashed all those years ago you yeah, I'm,
0: I'm really interested in your perspective of how, what some of these stations can do because last night Wellington's Radioactive hosted the Student Radio Network Awards, which was a real amalgamation of all of the alternative stations just mm. supporting grassroots music, as you say, and of broadcasting. And stations like Radio Control, RDU, Radio One, Radioactive, BFM, they are so important to someone like you who's had such an extraordinary career in music. Music, um, and just giving you a bit of airtime time in those early days, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and there's always new talent coming through. I mean, New Zealand is absolutely you know chocked full of talent, and it's like any chance to sort of you know get those voices heard. And um, I think it's just it's just so important to have um, yeah a network like that, you know, and um, and and the people that work at those places are music lovers, you know, they they love music so passionately and they're the ones that do all the digging and go to all the gigs and so they, they know what they're talking about, you know, Like and, and when they find something they love, they champion it and it's so important um, when you're first starting out to have someone on your side like that, you know.
0: You are going out on the road later on this month. You're going to be playing some solo shows. I've never seen you solo. What have you got planned?
1: Okay, so... Uh, for, I've been playing solo shows with an acoustic guitar um, for about 10 years, right? So when I first started doing acoustic shows, I'd play a couple of She-Hard songs, maybe a couple of adult songs, and then play a bunch of stuff from my childhood, like from my brother and sister sister's record collection that I loved, like Bowie and and um, The Exponents and stuff like this. And basically, it was a chance for me to meet people, p- play music, uh, and, and, I don't know, just learn how to put on a... A show without any of the bells and whistles, and a, ba- a band turned up to eleven behind me, and um, light show and blah blah blah. It was just me and a hunk of wood with some strings on it, and I've got to make a show happen. And it's and it was thrilling to me to do it in the way that it was thrilling for me when I first played in a band in she hard at the Clarendon Tavern in Wellington, you know, uh, all those years ago. So um, I've been doing that, and I it, it's it it really keeps my um. Uh, it, it, it means I can talk about why I love music as well it's in shehad I I love playing in shehad it's like but I'm a, like a am almost like an MC. and I, I'm sort of the guy that's saying jump up and down now let's rock blah 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 but in in a solo show I can actually talk to people in a room you know it's a it's a real much more human experience for me so I love doing those shows but I've actually finally got around to making a an album of my own material. And so these, these shows coming up in Gisborne and Napier and Topol, uh, basically just to try out some of this stuff that I've been writing over the last year and a half. And, and of course, if I want to play Bowie, I'm going to play Bowie as well. So, you
0: know, <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and you've selected, um, two tunes for us today. Yep. One from the sci-fi psych rock duo that is Rip Ship, um, which, is somewhat expected from you, but I wanted to play the one that isn't so expected. Mm-hmm. You've chosen Oldest Harding's song "Treasure." What do you enjoy about her music?
1: So basically, I, I sort of um, party was the album that got me into her. I just uh, I think I saw the Jules Holland performance of Horizon and went, "Whoa!" Uh, I'm not sure if I love this, but I have. Or like it, or I'm scared of it, or I can't can't quite tell. But I just love the fact that it got an emotional reaction from me because, and it was so raw, and it reminded me of Kate Bush, and then it reminded me of New Zealand music, and then it reminded me of the Skeptics, and oh, like lots of music I love. But then I had to keep going back to it. I was fascinated by her um, and her performance, and then I fell in love with the album, and then. I saw her play live while we were still living in Melbourne. I've moved back to um Aotearoa in the last 2 years, but I saw her play live at the end of that tour and she was starting to play stuff off the designer album live as well. And it was like one of the best performances I'd seen. It was just like she's she's got that thing that she's channeling, you know. So she's like it's it's it is art, you know. It's like it's it's rock and roll because it's it's real, you know, and it's um and her music's yeah, it, it's, her lyrics are just out of reach. To, you sort of know what she's saying, but that, is she saying that? You know, I love that about her. Because I'm always, when I write lyrics, I'm really literal. This is what I'm writing about. This is a song. and I, But I'm always intrigued by art that I, I personally can't do myself. So she does that. And, I, and as a performer, she's, yeah, amazing live. And then Designer came out, and it was just in our family in the Too Good Household, we thrash that record over and over and over. So it's our yeah, it's our one of our go to records in the family household.
0: Thanks, John.